You're listening to Private Suite. guys so we are back in the suite my name is rich i am joined here by my co-host as usual we have indy hello and we got agnos how's it going not too bad guys what is going on this week i uh, i missed the show last week i was out of town uh, uh, i did as well yeah the raiders game so indy uh, indy what did pretty what did we miss show it was a good time man we had a <clears> bunch <throat> of yeah. people on just talk about future funk and shit talk about themselves what they're doing what they're up to lately uh yeah it cool. was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> oh dude have you not heard it i i have not I had a chance to, like, to listen pony. to it i listened to I've like had... the first hour of it i didn't listen to the whole thing <laughs> dude alex is gonna be disappointed well i'll get to it because i had a, a little bit of a week this week all right uh, <laughs> yeah. oh and not okay. being able to what happened with you this week to to we'll get get to it when you can but yeah speaking of <laughs> so I'll, I'll just i'll just run through my week for for everyone just it's just easier this way so last friday i uh my wife and i got tickets to go to paris we decided to just go for a, a long weekend we found super cheap flights it was cheaper to get over there uh from the east coast than it was for me to get from philadelphia to los angeles for electronic on two so we're like <coughs> let's go so we flew over there we had like a three-hour delay on the flight getting over there uh it was a pain in the ass but whatever we got there, we enjoyed it. We're trying to leave three days later, and I go to check in for my flight online, and the airline canceled my flight uh, a month ago and rescheduled Ooh. me for a flight two days prior to when I was originally supposed to leave. So I had already missed that flight, which was a lovely what? nice surprise to find out wow. when you're sitting at a little cafe in Paris and, oh shit, I have to go buy new flight tickets and everything to get back home, so... Uh, Fuck, yeah, dude. so ended up having to to buy tickets to go through Portugal to get back to New York, and then once I got to JFK, I had to rent a car to drive to Newark because our car was at Newark, and then drive down and then go to work the next day. And but it was just so. Fuck. So wait, the Whatever. airlines was, didn't notify you <clears throat> that the tickets were two days prior. So something? they there was already like multiple schedule changes on it, like oh it's leaving an hour later, or oh it's leaving ten minutes earlier, or something like that. So I got one final one and I looked at it. I'm like, all right, it's still leaving the time we needed it to. It's fine. I didn't even think to look that the flight was leaving on a completely different date than originally. <laughs> oh, booked. yeah. They and this like is coming from that. someone who worked in an airline for eight years. And I didn't even think to look at that. Mr. So, PHLFSO, what do you think? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so whatever. So I'm, I'm working on that. I finally got back, you know, took it easy the next day. I get back into my office for the first day on Thursday and it's going fine. Nothing there. And around three 30 sitting at our de- my desk, you, which is sort of describe? like 15 feet from the front yeah. entrance of the, of the building. And I hear like tires screech outside, which isn't unusual to space in the intersection where I work. And I look over at the front and a black SUV rams through the front of our building and is now like at our reception desk. Um, so yeah, Lord. that was a fun experience to to have. Was that guy like drunk or something? <laughs> it was a seventy six year old woman. Oh my um, Lord. She had a little dog on her lap, and 
Um, we're still trying to figure out what exactly happened with it. Luckily, no one was injured. Nothing like no one in the building was injured. No, the driver wasn't injured. Um, it's just a hole in the building. Was um, the dog injured? Nope. No one. There was no injuries whatsoever. Thank God. Luckily, but, because the receptionist was away. Dude, yeah, we timed it out. She ridiculous. left. She left three minutes prior to when the car slammed through the building. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's Based on like bad. when I took I. I I got up from my desk and grabbed my phone and took a picture straight away. So like I knew exactly like what time the car actually hit. Um, and then we knew what time she left exactly. And then it's like three minutes. So that's insane. super, super lucky Jesus that that actually Christ. happened that way. So, yeah, so that I'm like getting a cold also. And then I drive up for, to New York for a funeral yesterday, like on top of all that before Thanksgiving. And then now I'm in my parents house just kind of trying to relax and enjoy working on some private suite stuff so here i am that was my week um so i'll get to that podcast to listen to it in a little bit (laughs) yeah definitely get to the end it's the ending that's most important i'll I'll definitely listen to it at some point when i get it i'm so far behind on like podcasts in general like ones that i normally listen to throughout the week i'm just like i I haven't caught up to any of them yet so i'll i'll get there Mm mm-hmm yeah, I know we always give like everyone here shit. I'm like, what do you mean you don't listen to the show? What do you mean you don't listen to the episode? Like, blah blah. blah. Of course, we <laughs> talked about that already. And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my hall pass this today for for not listening to it yet. <laughs> I need to finish it. I've only got halfway through it. Yeah, the yeah. ending, yo, so good. Uh, <laughs> anyway. So, what do we have this week? Um, what are we listening to? What are we listening to? I'm I listening to. Uh, yeah. Oh, you go ahead. We, okay, I will go. I'm listening to. <laughs> There's this Japanese. It's it's not vapor, but it's it's real nice. It's this Japanese dude, uh, Ichika Nito, and he just plays guitar. He's just really good at guitar. He plays in a really interesting style. It's a style that's like my favorite type of metal music is sort of in this style of guitar. It's like it's not really that heavy or dirty or distorted. Uh, so yeah, let me play a song by him. It's called Illusionary well, Sense. It's just got a little tiny clip, like 20 seconds. Uh, Ichika Nido. Okay, here it is. That's it. That finger it's style. Cool. That super cool flamenco finger style. I like it a lot. It's crazy stuff, man. That's, that song I, is from July, and he's posted mm-hmm. a few more videos since, and I've just been getting lost in them. That reminds me um, when it's I was like 18, 19 years old, I used to be like super obsessed with a guy named uh, John Butler from Australia, and he had this... Uh, Crocky. Yeah, <laughs> this uh, this track called uh, Ocean that he did like a live performance for. Just like most of it was kind of improvised, sort of, kind of. And I remember I bought a 12-string guitar just so I could learn how to finger play that song. And it took me like months to like learn it note for note. And you but did? I did. I was able to yep. play like start to finish the whole thing. And most, of those so- most of those stories go like, oh, I, I bought a harmonica to learn this song. Or I bought the guitar to learn this song. And then it's like, oh, I 
got bored with it after five minutes. But. It's a, it's funny because it's probably still like one or two songs that I still know how to play that I started out <laughs> playing. And like did I forgot, learned, I forgot did everything you else. Learn to play the guitar, or did you learn how to play that song? I I was playing guitar before that. I was I was playing guitar since okay. I was like fifteen. So, but like That's everything cool. else, like because I've been playing guitar like on and off, and I really don't remember most of it. But that song in particular is still something I could play like 90% of. Yeah. Even though I, because nice. <laughs> just the muscle memory is just all there still. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've Very lost nice. a lot of yeah, songs I, too. It's a shame. Yeah, I was listening to some um, some Japanese stuff as well um, before I left for my trip. I, I downloaded an album uh, called Sweetest Voice by Yuko Imai. Cool. Um, it had a cool Japanese sports car on it with her kind of standing next to it, which caught my attention because I just... I'm a car guy, so did that. Um, also, another song I, um, or I should say, another album that I uh, I've had for a while, but I, I was listening to it again. Um, it's by an artist called Unistyle, I believe. Um, you, and you it's beat? just it. No, it's called Unistyle. Yeah, okay. It's not like Vaporwave or anything. It's it's just it's it's just Japanese stuff. Um, oh, John and, Butler, the Ocean. Oh my God. Okay, I'm sorry. This guy is fucking insane. This song, dude, this is this is like one of the coolest acoustic guitar songs you'll ever see someone play. It's a classic. Oh, my God. classics right here. Okay, we were linking that. Sorry, Pony. Go ahead. Okay. No, no worries. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's just like this one song has, it's just like super like upbeat, kind of like jazzy. And um, I don't know. It's like whenever I listen to it, like I have to listen to it like another like half a dozen times because it just gets, it's just so cool. This is groovy. I'm into that. You got a link? I, I so did yeah, search it up. Um, I can't. I can't. It's hard to find. I, I'll try to find <laughs> it. I'll I'll throw a link in there. Um, because even like the album name, like some of the album names are like in English, but the like this particular song is kanji, so I don't know. I'll I'll find it and link it. But yeah, it's like a mm-hmm. super groovy just um song. So but yeah, yeah. So um, the last week, a couple of people I've known through the vapor sphere that I've met, uh, VCR not put out an album on Business Casual on Friday. Uh, mm-hmm. called New Islands. That was a pretty super cool record right there. And then um, our one of our new staff members, Vapor Kitted, put out an EP de- demo disc and it samples a lot of like old PlayStation 1 songs. It's pretty cool. Which is that? What is that? Awesome. Um, here, let me link this one. This is Vapor Kitty's album or EP. I mean, it's a nine track EP. It's basically an album. <laughs> and then this is uh, VCR Not. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then... um. George Clanton and Nick Hexum put out Sweet. another single uh, that they collabed yes, they on. Oh, fabulous. Then, uh, yeah. So we got some new music here to check out. Listening to some stuff. Yeah. I think they're going to actually, uh, uh, I, I think I heard it, read it somewhere on Twitter that Dream Museum is actually going to put out a PlayStation 1 CD for that album. <laughs> oh, cool. And it's going to be able to play it on your PlayStation 1. That's That would that's, be awesome. That would nice. be super sick because I, I remember I had a subscription to the PlayStation magazine. I started with uh, number two. I didn't get number one, but me and my dad got number two and we had it for like 
all the way up until they like retired the magazine. So we had nice. like tons of. Those I always love when everywhere. like they start putting out or people put out stuff for like old consoles like that. Like I think there's mm-hmm. still like very select releases coming out for Dreamcast. Um, wow, which kind of blows my mind that there's still like a, a very small but very dedicated group that still wants to put stuff out for that. Dude, the Dreamcast was an awesome system. I just, I, it really I, was. I didn't like the controllers, but I loved like the system and just like everything about it was just super cool. Yeah, very, very futuristic. Mm-hmm. Um, had the little UMD memory, like the memory card itself. Dude, that was, that that was so like, fucking legit, its own man. Little game. The, I know. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> like, like me and my dad. Like the Dreamcast. Yeah, if, if like if the Dreamcast came out a year later or two years oh, later, man. it it would have done so much better. Yeah, the 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 UMDs were like the fucking coolest. The memory cards with the displays, and um, my dad and I played a lot of like football video games, like like NFL 2K. Nice. And you can yeah. be able to pick your plays from the UMD. And nothing would show up on Which the screen. Is, oh, that's like that's genius. I know. <laughs> like that's so, oh, it's so cool. Yeah, it's, it's I just remember just... playing. Um, obviously, Sonic Adventure. For oh that yeah, was like awesome. everyone had that if you had it. Um, House of the Living Dead too. I was had that on there. with the gun, <laughs> yeah. and I played the shit out of that game, dude. Not uh, the there was another too. game that I feel like everyone had for that system, and I can't remember. Like Choo Choo Rocket was really popular for it. I never. I don't think I've ever played that one. It's like a kind of puzzle-ish kind of game. Um, but there's, I don't know. I gotta. I have to go through my Dreamcast. I have think. to find my Dreamcast. I actually don't even know where it is. Yeah, I, I still have Sonic, one as well. Sonic and um, Tony Hawk. One of the Tony Hawk games came out on Dreamcast, <laughs> and I played that a lot too. But it was. It was like I it was have kind Tony of... Hawk Downhill Jam for Wii, mm-hmm. and it's still wrapped. Like oh, I think nice. I got it. <laughs> I bought it at Toys R Us um, because there was. Uh, I think I went to go buy the Transformers game rest for in that. Toys R Us. R.I.P. R.I.P. in pieces. Toys R Us. Um, oh, yeah, like I went to go buy the Transformers game for it, and it was like buy one get one free for select games. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I don't know what to pick. I'll just get this Tony Hawk game. Never played it at all. It's literally still in the wrapper. Which one? Ameri- I bought a bunch- American Wasteland. <clears throat> no, it's Tony Hawk's Downhill Jam. Oh, it's a Tony Hawk game that literally that's, no one cares about. That's yeah. the dilemma I've had a lot yeah, lately. A is that I've, I've been buying games for my Switch, and I just don't have the time to play to any of them. Oh, and God. like, so I have like four games that I bought for the Switch, and I just want to play them, but I haven't had. I've been so busy, and Pokemon just came out on Friday. I ended yeah. up buying it Sunday, and that's kind of where the last of my free time has been going this week. <laughs> oh, that Pokemon! I've been game wanting to. Um, like so I have the switch and mm-hmm. I want to there's a bunch of games I want to get for it like um like I want to get the new uh Zelda Link's Awakening which has been out for a while. Oh yeah yeah. Um my buddy that lives in Japan sent me a picture he's like oh I got Pokemon Shield and you know, it's all in like Japanese letters I'm like fuck now I need to go buy this game. Right. Um so like <laughs> when I was in Paris I'm like you know what maybe I'll just buy it here I'll just get the French copy. Get the French my, version? No way. Yeah. So like my my um Breath of the Wild that I have is Japanese as well as the uh, Mario Party because mm-hmm. I bought my sit my Switch when I was in Japan last year, uh, mm. so I have those games in Japanese. So I'm like, well, I'm able to just like buy, try to get like a bunch of Switch games that are all like in different languages because they all come with like mm-hmm. English translations in them. I like thought if there you plug was, it in. Yeah, I thought there was a way you can actually like have an account then then set the home to Japan and then you can yeah be you able can to... you can do that. So like my buddy that lives there has an American account and he has a Japanese account. Oh, okay, so he can get like J- like Japan only exclusives games. as well. So I just want the actual physical game that 
is in a different language. Um, and then I found out that I have to go buy two new tickets back to the U.S. So oh, I, I, uh, I didn't get around to actually <laughs> right. buy it oh, while I was there. So I have to pick that up. But do you, um, I mean, I guess this kind of goes back to our Vaporwave digital versus uh, physical release. But like for your Switch, do you buy... Uh, I, the physical games or do you buy, I the buy digital, digital games i am i am the convenience and i have like no space for anything in my house i have <laughs> two games that i have physicals for um one is uh mario tennis aces and the other one is okay. uh, fire emblem warriors and i play tennis a lot but i don't play fire emblem warriors like hardly at all okay. Dude, that tennis game is like 10 bucks. sick it's like a Dude, fighting I had game a, we, yeah. Me and one of my friends used to fucking go hard on the tennis game. Dude. Oh, yeah. He would come over and we would just like play for hours. It was yeah. awesome. It's really, really well done. That's like one of my favorite games that, well, I haven't played them all, but I don't have a yeah, Switch. Yeah, it's, but it's super great. fun. It's it's actually like way more like intricate and there's like a lot yeah. to it than just hitting the ball. You got to actually like strategize a lot of it. It's like a fighting yeah, that, game. Like it's crazy. Yeah, that game has good. no business being as like difficult as it is, like, <laughs> as, as like in depth as it is. Yeah, it's so good. So, it's a really good yeah. game. Yeah, I usually go and like stuff like Breath of the Wild or Mario Party, those kind of things. Like I'll go and buy the physical one if it's available. Mm-hmm. Um, but like other things, like there's like some digital only games that I have. Um, the Goose game I think is only on digital, so like I just have that downloaded. And um, but if I can get the physical copy, like I think I still want it. I don't know, especially if it's the same price. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes even cheaper. Sometimes they go on sale and like they're not on sale in the digital store. I used yeah, to, I haven't so. had like a, a really shitty bad experience where like, I've lost all my games or they close the game store on me. So I'm like the convenience factor is just um just, just yeah. The, way the one thing that sucks it. though is if you have the physical one, you can't play it without the cartridge. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, so, like, if I have... Um, unless I'm, like, completely it. missing something and there's a way to, like, unlock it. But, like, if I want to go yeah. play Zelda, mm-hmm. I have to, like, have the Zelda cartridge in, in the, the, the in the system. Yeah. It won't let you just play it from memory. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's that's why digital just is there. And then I can offload it from my hard... I got, like, a 400 gigabyte SS, or SD card in my Switch. Nice, so nice. I, I yeah, I just have, like, a 128 gig one right now, yeah. so... My dad was trying to like, cause me and him game share our switches, where oh, he, cool. he he has like his his uh, switch is my primary and my switch is his, so all the games we buy we can be able to play, as, as long as nice. we have like an internet connection. And so he was trying to download all the games I bought with onto it like a thirty two gigabyte SD card. <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, I don't know what games to get rid of. I'm like, just get a bigger SD card, Dad. Oh, I know you dilemma. can buy like I think <laughs> a year ago I I bought the hundred and twenty eight gig SD card for. Uh, I think 20 bucks and it's not bad. They're even cheaper now. So yeah, I've got like 4,000 games on steam. So I always worry about like <laughs> DRM shit. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I used to collect physical copies, like boxes. I used to love the boxes of games back when they actually made them like yeah. interesting for like super Nintendo, dude, those boxes yeah, were dude. sick. 64. I remember the boxes you, uh, and then like, have you they, see- I'm sorry, uh, go ahead. No, God. I was, I was saying, like, remember how, like, back when you bought physical games, they used to put, like, a dope-ass manual in the games? Like, yeah, Like, a dude. full-ass yeah. manual where, like, probably, like, 30 pages of stuff, and it's, like, art and all this cool stuff for it. I, I used oh, to... There was this kid at my middle school who he got, I think it was um, The Bouncer for PS2. Um, some, like, I don't, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, but no. I think it's somewhat obscure. He was obsessed with that game. Like, bringing that, uh, in the... Square Enix game? I believe so, yeah. 
I think I know that yeah. one. I think I've had he that one. He would bring in the instruction manual every day <laughs> for, I think, probably about two oh, months. This game. And would just oh sit and read like the instruction manual like at lunch and just... Oh, I'm gonna go play the bouncer when I get home. It's like it's so cool. Oh, you're going to Dogtown. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and then this I think someone like accidentally spilled something like on the manual at lunch, and the kid flipped out. Oh my god! And like lost his shit. That and, like, the teachers <laughs> were like, "This is like not an appropriate response to like what actually happened here." Oh my god, that's so funny, dude. <laughs> yeah, I this is, like, <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I just, this game just brought back like shitloads of memories because I played the hell out of this game <laughs> when I was a kid. And, um, but it's, I, I reminded me of another story of when I was, um, shit, was I in like fourth grade? I had a Final Fantasy seven, you know, the Prima games or whatever one, the, the big strategy guide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I the remember primo taking, strategy guide. yeah, the, the Prima strategy guide. Yeah. And I remember taking that to school and I was like at lunch, just reading it. And I don't remember what happened, but one of the teachers like took away my book and I freaked out. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm just like, dude, what the hell? Why are you going to like not let Better me not read touch my video that. game no stuff? Like, but at least like that is something you can read. Like, I think it wasn't just the strategy stuff in there. I think there was like other articles and, and other bits and artwork and stuff in there mm-hmm. that you could actually, maybe you could like digest, not just, Oh, go through the menu and look at this or like, Here's the button layout on the PS2 controller. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know what this is because you own a PS2. <laughs> um, so I want to uh, like find a PDF of the bouncer manual and just see what's in it. <laughs> it, it. As far as I know, it was just the most average owner's manual that you would get inside of a PS2 DVD case. I used to print, or rather, well, I yeah, I did. I, I printed out the Final Fantasy VII strategy guide mm-hmm. one time. Uh, I was like, it's final three hundred pages or something. You didn't hoard like physical strategy guides like you do cassettes. No, actually, no. <laughs> but we my did. mom ran a business with at our house, so I used her printer. She was pretty oh, nice. nice. My we actually did that too. Um, we used to um, find a big document on a uh, game fa- uh, game FAQs. Yeah. Com, game facts. We used to print all that stuff out. Like somebody write this dope <laughs> manual, and then we print it out and have that with us while we were playing games. Yeah, exactly. So we just sitting in front of the computer all the time. Yo, I had that <laughs> guide for so long. Like, I brought it with me to college, and I was like, I'm going to need this some, at some point. <laughs> I, like, wrote so much nice. shit in it, you know? Oh, my God. Um, but also, like, when I was talking about boxes, I remember, like, I had a little, I had a TV in my room, I think, after, like, grade four or something. I was pretty pretty lucky, I guess. And I had Nintendo had SNES and 64, and I used to, like, always put the cartridge back in the box and like put it like perfectly back <laughs> on the shelf and like super organized wrap up the controller like that 64 controller you remember wrapping that up like perfectly because it was so awkward to wrap up like everyone yep. had their I, own I don't even strategy for Wait, doing that so after every so like when you want to like you I just want to go through your process of of trying <laughs> deciding to play video games when you're a child <laughs> so you're in your room uh and you would then like see I want to go play Mario Kart 64. So you go and get the Nintendo 64 box off the off the shelf, and then you you open it up and unbox the Nintendo 64 and hook it I up. I didn't actually. I put my 64 on the box. I, I never. I didn't really put it back in the box. Okay. Okay. 
I'm, it sounds like you you were just like, yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna box it up. I'm done. Let me just open it up and like get the plastic and put it in the little plastic bag and put it back in and make sure it's all like boxed up. <laughs> sort of. I and, did and love just... displaying it, just like I do my tapes. So maybe that's where that comes from. Hmm. Huh. I I was one of those kids that like thrashed my boxes. I also had like a younger oh, brother, no. so he was like like not even in school. I think it was like four or five. So like the boxes basically just got destroyed <laughs> at some point. Oh jeez. Yeah, I sold I sold all my old retro game stuff. I kind of regret it, but I don't have room for it. I still have my Dreamcast because all those games are pirated, so I can't make any money off of those games. Like they're all burnt. <laughs> can't you? Oh yeah, can't you? Yeah, you could download and just burn those, right? Yeah, uh, I have like a, I a still have my it, binder. Yeah, it's like pretty pretty beast. beast my Dreamcast I bought used, I think, in two thousand and three or four or something like that. It wasn't too long after they stopped making it, but I think because they stopped making it, it was so cheap. So like the console itself was only 30 bucks used at like a local game store. So I'm like, all right, that's might as well go do that. And then um, they had like this little binder of games on the shelf and it was marked $30 and there was like 15 games in it. And I walked up and I'm like, yep, I'll take this. And they're like, Oh, this isn't the right price. I'm like, nope. You you have to sell it to me for this price because it's it's marked that price. So, and they're like, yeah, I guess you're right. So, there you go. And they sold it to me for that. So I got like, and I I never bought another Dreamcast game after. Like that was it. Yeah. Like, that was the extent <laughs> of my Dreamcast collection uh, from then on. So I have to find that thing. It's probably like within thirty feet of me right now. I'm in my parents' uh, the basement of their house where this all like crap from my childhood scattered around me so it's somewhere it's probably somewhere within my earshot basically yeah seriously cool well that was a great tangent that was a great tangent should we so, play a uh, song should we get, should... nice that was all that was the tangent off of just talking about what we were listening to for the week right? i know seriously good. should awesome. we get into release radar and then listen to some stuff i got sure. a song can we play a song first yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely right, here we go this is uh I don't know if you guys know this artist here. I'll put the link here. It's by Unfound. He makes dope ass shit. It's kind of like synth, synthy vapory. It's more, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like riding that fine line, you know? And I missed the tape. I missed it. And I I was like around for it. I don't know what how I missed it. Like, I don't know. I don't I don't remember it coming out. Anyway. Well, just- Fucking play I don't it, play dude. it. It's on, called. Wait. Oh wait, I don't know what song to play. I, I didn't choose a song oh, yet. Man, which one? Okay, this we're gonna play uh, Anomaly. I think that's the name of the record as well. Yeah, Anomaly. Okay, here it is by Unfound.
cool. Very synthwave. But it's very chill. It's, it's like yeah, it's, it's like uh, a chiller yeah. synthwave. <clears throat> yeah, super chill. Super chill. Kind of brings me to um, uh, my album that I had for release radar this week. Um, Eagle-eyed tiger on the run. Um, new album came out a couple days ago, November twenty second. Uh, kind of like synthwave, chill wavy. Um, cover has a car like underwater. Hmm. So kind of drew my attention. You can see a theme here of what draws me to your music. Just throw a car on there. I'll probably look at it. Uh, but yeah, it's <laughs> oh, kind of wow. like a chill wave, synth wave-ish. Um, I don't know if you want to play a song. Too. What? Tapes are sold out already too. Yeah, I grabbed one. Oh, damn. Why don't you <laughs> tell me, man? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, it looked pretty cool. The artwork looks pretty cool on there. But um, if you want to play uh, that first song on there, Frontier. Okay. So, okay. Here we, here we go. got a really cool like lo-fi kind of chill kind of sound to it so that sounds super fucking dope dude yeah yeah go check it out uh on Bandcamp. we'll link it in the description it's also on spotify too so you can listen to the whole album there he's released some singles in the past um but this is kind of like i think this is the first full album he's done um that was real nice so yeah check it out yeah i had one more album that i forgot to mention and that's uh that Beck hyperspace album that we we brought up the single that came out a couple weeks ago that album was fully released um I end up listening to all of that. The aesthetic is all there. Some of the tracks are, you know, more the style of kind of like Beck and like alternative rock. But there's a couple of really cool ambient tracks in there as well. Mm. Yeah, maybe cool. I'll check it out. Check it out. And there's also a car on the cover. If you're into that kind of uh, thing, Rich. Rich. <coughs> <laughs> I'll, have, I'll definitely have to go look at it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I uh, <clears throat> Christmas is coming up and I have a work party coming up. And I was like, man, I don't got any Christmas clothes and i want to like you know i want to look good at this one so i bought some vaporwave christmas stuff from vapor 95 what, what is vaporwave vapor... ugly sweaters yeah they're nice sweaters so i got somebody, a t-shirt and a sweater oh man, somebody linked one to me today i'm trying to think who was it 
to go on Instagram. Hold on. Uh, they're so like, nice. Like, like, seriously. What did you What did you get for it? Uh, I got the t-shirt version of this one. It's like a teal and pink. Oh, with the, the Helios heads yeah. and the uh, ice. And then I I got I got the T-shirt of that, and then I got the sweater of this, the red the red uh, Christmas sweater with the CRT computer monitor on it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these are like super cool. I like the Internet Explorer one too. Yeah, I wanted that one. It was a tough choice. <laughs> yeah, that. Oh, okay. I might have to go buy one of these. That's the Vapor ninety five stuff. Yeah, they got pajama is it, pants. Is it an actual like sweater? Joggers. Well, it's the Christmas sweater. Yeah, they also oh, have a hoodie. Oh, these are and they have cool. a blanket and a tank top. Oh, <laughs> looks like my yeah, they have bottoms scary. for it too. Matching bottoms. I know. Oh, dude, that's like a whole get up. Ugh. Yeah, the Internet Explorer one's really sick. I feel like you'd wear that one though, and people be like, "Why are you wearing like that?" Like you wouldn't get it. At least with like this one, it, like <laughs> the um, the Helio head with the Santa hat and like the palm trees is kind of like okay. It's you know, it's got that. Miami aesthetic. It's got that, you know, somewhat well known. The Internet Explorer one, people be like, what? What are you doing? I don't know. My friends and the way they all know you would totally get it. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like, well, yeah, your friends and stuff like that, but like, you know, in, Indy's wearing this to a work party. Right. Yeah, Is that what you said? Well, Indy, your your coworkers don't know that you're like Vaporwave podcast gang with the. You there, Indy? He's he's muted right now. Oh, you know what? I bet he has to go get his food. Oh, that he um, because <laughs> you know he ordered food right before this. So we'll uh, that's right. It's been about we'll about ch- that time. <laughs> we'll just chat amongst ourselves and uh, we'll talk about Indy and his ordering of his food. He decided to do literally a minute before we started recording this podcast. I wonder what he got to eat. You want to take bets on that? I don't know. I'm thinking he got. I want to bet. Pizza. I know. I'm thinking it's something Asian. I'm. I'm Asian. I'm, gonna... <laughs> I'm. I'm betting pizza is what I'm guessing. I don't think it's pizza. I don't think he went for pizza right now. I think he mm. went more Chinese um, food, or you think like Thai? Food no, or something? not like your typical Chinese food. I don't know. I want to say like pad Thai or something like that, but that I don't know. Dude, I'm. I'm. I'm so like. I had pad Thai for I'm the gonna... first time when I was living yeah. in Washington, and it was like super sticky and super sweet. I have yet to have any pad thai taste anything like it. And then I moved away from there. So I'm like, I'm trying to find the perfect pad thai everywhere I go. Yeah. And it's never going to like live up to that first pad thai I had. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with some kind of bowl of sorts. Um, like a poke like a, bowl. A, a, like a poke bowl or a, a bibimbap, bibimbap bowl. Okay. I'm thinking that's, that's what he got. But I don't, I don't know why, but I, I think it's, uh, I think that's right. Hmm. What what are you thinking? I'm I'm still thinking like I'm thinking like pizza or calzone, something like Italianish. Pizza, maybe or some calzone. pasta. <laughs> I'm back. Okay, so What'd what you did get? you order for food? <laughs> uh, halal guys. I don't know. If you uh, guys uh, I was off. okay. <laughs> All right, I was. I think I was closer though. Yeah, you're probably closer. <laughs> I said some kind of bowl of, of sorts. It's delicious. Uh, no, wait. What did you? Did, I'm guessing you got a combination platter. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get uh you get you got a small size? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Extra white sauce? No. No. No? Uh well then you got it wrong. <laughs> I actually don't get white sauce. You you don't get white sauce I on know, a whole guys platter? No, no, no. I get hot <laughs> sauce. I usually use the whole packet. Yeah, I usually do extra white sauce and then uh two lines of hot sauce. Oof. And that's good. Damn that white sauce! I don't know, man. 
Oh, it's so good. That's the best part of, of Fallout Guys. <laughs> I'll try it again. It really is. All right. For you. So um, what we were, what we were saying before you just decided to leave in the middle of the podcast. Um, I'm a real jerk. Uh, so you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing, you bought this sweater for your like work holiday party. And I can kind of show my mom and shit like how cool Vaporwave is. I'm like, look what your money bought yeah. for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> no, because we were saying the um, the different designs that they have, like the um, the one with the the head and the palm trees and the Fiji bottle, like that one kind of like makes sense. It has that like general like you know vaporwave, not really outrun, but it, people would kind of think it kind of goes into their mm-hmm. aesthetic. But like the Internet Explorer one, I feel like people like from your office would be like, why the hell are you wearing like an Internet shirt? Well, I'm probably going to wear the computer monitor shirt to the work party. Yeah, that yeah, one's because like I'm in IT. I can see. But also, yeah, that would make, that oh, one okay, is super you know, cool. The Internet Explorer <laughs> one would be hilarious because I I run a Mac shop. Like it's 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 like a Silicon <laughs> Valley for startups, like all these crazy, like awesome companies that are like saving the planet. And I, yeah. uh, but then they spend like three thousand dollars a piece on a computer. Yeah, they use Safari, yeah. so I would wear this and like represent Windows because I'm the only person that likes Windows. Oh boy! <laughs> so that would have been oh. funny at the Christmas party, but I went with CRT nice. monitor. The CRT monitor is pretty dank, though. I might have to get one of these. This is pretty cool. Yeah, check it out. Vapor ninety five Christmas selection. Yep. Free ad for them. all right. <laughs> what do we have? For topics today, now that we are uh, forty-one minutes into the podcast, what do we have nice. to, to talk about today? <laughs> Terpics. Terpics. Um. Well, well, you know, I, I'll I'll start. I mean, we we're talking about cars uh, already. Earlier, I've, I've had I've had a week with cars, obviously, and then they <laughs> decided to come into my office and and whatnot. Um. Uh, the big news in the car world, um, obviously, is the Tesla Cybertruck was unveiled this week. Uh, if you haven't seen this. <laughs> Um, it's it's, it's something. It's <laughs> Things so crazy. All the renders kind of came out, and people were leaking it. Or like even like someone like that I used to work with posted it's like, "Oh man, I can't wait to get the Tesla truck. This is gonna be awesome." And it was like basically like a generic truck that had a Tesla logo on it and everything. Is like this mm-hmm. would be so cool. And I'm like, that's not the real thing. Like it, they haven't had the press thing. It's tomorrow, so it's not necessarily gonna look like this, or probably won't look like this. He's like, "Oh, okay." And they unveil like it. Nothing like it. <laughs> the best comparison I've seen it to, uh, I've seen for it so far is, imagine Laura Croft from like PS One. Did that one? Oh, uh, yeah, there's so many memes, man. <laughs> just the blocky, um, the blocky boobs yeah, on her. They're triangular. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just like a not rendered car. So it's it's a very it's like a triangle shape basically. Um, all flat panels on it. Um, very very geometric. Um, and it's it's a pickup truck basically. So if you haven't seen it, we'll put a link to it in the description. But um, you know he's calling it the Cyber Truck, and he specifically and- wanted to unveil it. He being Elon Musk wanted to unveil it in November of 2019 because that's when Blade Runner takes place, and he's a huge Blade Runner fan. And he's like, this is a truck that you would see in Blade Runner, and wanted it to kind of like fit into like this is the future. Mm, cool. So. Yeah, because now now Blade Runner no longer takes place in the future. It is it is now basically. 
but it's still like so. retro futuristic though. <laughs> like it obvious. is so retro futuristic, and so many people are going and saying like, "Oh, this is so ugly," and I don't know what they're doing. And blah, blah, blah. If you look at like the outrun, uh, like cyberpunk community yeah. right now, they are having an absolute field day with artwork. I've seen so many pieces of outrun art over the past week or past few days since it's been unveiled <laughs> that include this truck in it, and it's like sitting next to like a DeLorean like and it's all like purple and teal and black and, and yeah that's amazing it's just it's so cool yeah dude I, I, this I, I don't know I think it looks kind of cool I, I'm like if because you know the, the the crazy thing about it is the price tag that it starts at only 40 grand and like a decently good yeah. truck is like 50 grand plus yeah and um which is like that's yeah. like the pretty general like a pretty low price point for something that looks this ridiculous and crazy yeah um, it, and the reason it, I think the justification for why it looks like this is there's no curvature on the body anywhere. Everything mm-hmm. is flat stainless steel on it. And it just makes it so much cheaper to actually produce when, when there's no Curves angles to form and everything. Yeah. It's just, it's just flat metal. So, uh, that was as far as I know, a cost cutting measure, but it also keeps in with that futuristic aesthetic He's, measure as well. Yeah. He kept also saying that he wants the, you know, the pickup truck needs to change, um, you know, it, it hasn't evolved at all. It needs to change. So we're not just going to make something that's the same. We're going to make something that's different. And if it's different, it's going to look different. Um, and that's that's what they did. So it'll be interesting to see, like, how it actually gets gets received, like, the first time you see one rolling down the street. Um, but, I mean, it's if you're into, like, OutRun kind of that, that style, man, this thing is this thing is right there for you. It, it's crazy. You got to watch out for those windows, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're but, not. So <laughs> everyone is talking about those windows, but I mean, he they dropped stuff on the windshield and yeah, yeah, nothing yeah. happened. He took a sledgehammer to the side funny. of it and it was fine. That's yeah, and then he threw he threw like a rock at a window it and it was didn't a metal, shatter. solid metal ball. Yeah, <laughs> like a shot. It, put. it cracked the window, <laughs> but it didn't like actually go through it. Yeah, it just broke it. So I mean, like that's actually pretty impressive mm-hmm. for it to not you know, it's still held up essentially. So yeah, my concern though is like, if you drive this thing into the water, how the fuck are you going to get out? Cause like, you know, those windows were made to shatter for a reason. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. That's definitely true. But, um, I don't know. There's probably a boat motor or something like that, that they'll include. It looks like it could be like <laughs> yeah. an amphibious, like watercraft. It, does look and, like, like, it would just, it looks military as shit. <laughs> yeah. looks like the, almost like a, a, f- a futuristic version of the warthog from Halo. Oh yeah, dude, I, I seen a, a couple memes of the the Halo warthog. <laughs> yeah, get in. They we're gonna a, destroy Team they Red. They put a Marines in the back with a freaking machine gun. <laughs> the warthog. Did you guys ever watch Red versus Blue? Yes, dude, I nice. did. Oh I my like god, the there's so many fucking jokes I have like memorized from that. I just say them all the time for no reason. Yeah, when I was in Caboose. school, I had a bunch of friends, and I used to just quote that shit all the time. I don't remember any of them anymore, though. <laughs> oh yeah, man. True. Yeah, as a Cybertruck, go check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check check that car out. Truck. Uh, what else do we have? You got cars. Oh speaking yeah, speaking of cars, car stuff. Segway. Speaking of car stuff, um, so just keep on rolling here with uh, more car stuff. Um, so. What is like? I don't, I don't know. Like, what are your guys' relationship with cars? Like, do you are you like car people? Do you like cars? Are they just like? Is it a tool? Mm-hmm. For what me, do you, what is it to you? Uh, I don't, for me, it's go ahead. basically a tool. I, I don't even think Indy owns a car. Do you? 
<laughs> I don't, but I used to drive one all the time. Yeah, I, the rocks I, I have one. My mom I live in the to, city. You know, rocks it's a pain in the ass. Okay. Um, you, you go. Um, I pretty much guarantee people will hit my car at some point, like either trying yeah. to park or whatever. So I like, and you have like the most like I have the I guess like tool like car. Yeah. So I mean, my car, not is to just... say like you're a tool for owning this, but like it, it you have a, what, a Ford Fiesta. Yeah, I have a Ford Fiesta. It's yeah. total purpose is just like use functionality and that's it. And yeah. I have like no attachment to this car at all. I'm not very like attached to it at all. And uh, like if anything yeah. happens to it, I don't really get like mad. I had like nice cars before. I used to like. Uh, when I first got out of the Navy, I bought a Porsche 911. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, I did. It was an older one. Oh, it was man. used. But um, I had a Porsche 911. How do you go from a, <laughs> you go from a 911 I, to a Fiesta? I, I fucking, okay, so like like the timeline of my cars, like when I was in the Navy, I drove a Scion XB and I had like the sickest okay. sound system inside of this car. And that was like my <laughs> everyday driver. And like, I thought it was yeah. cool as fuck because it was just yeah. so loud and it was just a giant speaker on wheels that looked like a toaster. I was gonna say it looks like it's it, 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 and like it was purple. It was like oh, it was like my vibe, nice. and like people would give me shit, and I'm like, man, fuck you guys, dude. My car is the shit. I fucking love my car, dude. <laughs> I put like I put so much money into like the the audio system in there, and uh, and that car itself like isn't anything like special as it is. It's no, got no, like 110 it's, horsepower, and yeah. it's like super like you know it's it's a it's A to B basically, mm-hmm. but you made it your own. Yeah, I made it my own. I like. I, I, my thing is like having like cool audio and like cool sound system mm-hmm. in my car was like more important than like putting stuff on there to like improve the performance of the car. The most yeah. performance improving thing I put in there was a K and N filter so I can get better gas mileage. <laughs> and just get a little K and N sticker. Right. There, so yeah, I get the little sticker, put it right there. <laughs> yeah. 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 I yeah, but then at some point I bought a Porsche when I was in the Navy. And then I had a motorcycle and then I had all three of those with me when I was living in Arizona working for Intel. And then I crashed the Scion, I sold the Porsche, and then I sold my motorcycle as well, and then I got to a RAV4, and then that was kind of like, I bought that so I can go snowboarding, because I was planning to move to New York. Okay. And so it was all-wheel drive, and that was basically my snowboarding vehicle. But... Cool. uh, Long story short, uh, that got repoed. I didn't have a car for like three years, and then I moved to San Francisco, and I bought a Fiesta, because I just needed the bare-bones minimum car, because I... Spent a lot of money on cars in the past. <laughs> that car is dope, man. That was a cruise, a nice cruise. No, it's it's a, it's a good car. It it works. It, it's pretty cheap. It, it, that's that's a good way to put it. It works. It works. It, it drives. It works. It does. Like you know, it's it's kind of iffy. Like the transmission on it's kind of shitty. Transmission on those things. Suck. Yeah, it is. I, the I, I rented worst. one actually in San Francisco. Uh, right when I actually first arrived, had there to start working. I had a rental for a couple of days, and like that, I actually told them the rental place like when i returned it i said there's something wrong with the transmission on this car and they tagged it out and like wouldn't rent it for a little bit until they fixed it um, yeah they, and i just actually later found out no that's just that's, that's just, just how what they are the it's, it's a manual do. transmission that gets shifted by a computer it's like the fucking worst idea yeah. ever <laughs> yeah. exactly um but anyway so like i mean the reason i'm asking so like it's oh wait wait obviously I don't have a car, but I used to drive a Jeep. I like Jeeps, like Ooh, the okay. Chevrolet kind, like a real Jeep. Take the roof and doors off kind of thing. Cool. Nice. And it had a Roxy sticker on it right on the front. A big white one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Moms. So I used to roll up to the school like, Kurt, come on, friends, get in. Everyone was like, uh, no, they, no. they would say shit. I mean, big Roxy sticker. Right? And I'd be like, I'm the oh, Roxy man. Jeep guy, whatever. And all my friends would nice. jump in and we'd go cruising. It was a lot of fun. Uh, nice. 
but no car anymore. Um, okay. But I drive stick. Well, you live in a city, you can get away with it. Yeah, for sure. But I dri- if I drive, I want to drive stick for sure. Like that's like the question is, how does it relate to vaporwave? Uh, sorry, I'm this so food I got is fucking driving. spicy. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> it's like, have you guys ever seen the film Redline? Uh, I don't no. think I have. Oh dang, you gotta check that out. It's a Japanese film. It's animated. Uh, yeah, like films. Still, still to me, I haven't. I've seen it. So. Films like that. And let me try and link it. Like the just the aesthetic of like the driver like switching gears like manually like or whatever. It probably doesn't sound like that. Is this an anime? It's it's animated, and I, I wouldn't call it oh. an anime, really. <laughs> oh, well, damn. It sort of looks like an anime. Yeah, it's crazy next-level animation, like one of the best okay. animated films I've ever seen. And it's crazy. It's like it's dystopian future with racing cars, and yeah, it's crazy shit. Kind of reminds me of like a combination of like Star Wars and I guess anime, Cowboy Bebop. Something oh, yeah, like that. It's, that. it's great. Check it out. Red line. Yeah, uh, got to drive stick. Well, what do you drive, Rich? Anyway, um, so I currently drive a uh, BMW 128i, which is like a, um, I like to call it like the modern E, um, the modern E28, like the old three series from like the 80s. Um, it's kind of just a very small car. Um, there's really not much to it. It's just got a big inline six engine. Which for a car that size is is very large, mm-hmm. um, and it creates plenty of power, and it's fun to drive. Um, but the reason I like I ask I'm, I'm asking about this is like to me like the nostalgia factor that you have from vaporwave definitely is played in with the um, it, it's the same kind of thing with cars um, that you see. Um, I don't know about you guys growing up. Like I mean, obviously, Agnos, you were definitely like into cars and stuff. Um, when you saw stuff like a 98 Civic or something like that. You probably thought nothing of it when you're growing up, right? Right, because you're everywhere. <laughs> it's just, they're everywhere. Everyone had them there. Um, but like your parents or something like that, they would see like an old Challenger or like a, mm-hmm. you know, a Mustang or something like that. Like, oh, it's a classic car. It's great. And, well, you know, or an old Bel Air or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. now you're starting to see cars from the 80s pop up and even like the 90s and people are fawning over them. Right. And you're getting that that same nostalgia factor that like your parents would get for these old classic cars. They're getting them for the same thing for Mm -hmm. these old now modern classic cars. Basically. I mean, there was a, I think like a pristine, like 99 civic that sold on bring a trailer for like 20 grand recently. And there's like no reason why like a civic EX should ever (laughs) sell for more than like $3,000. But this thing was like perfect. And like the people who, grew up with these cars as like their shitty cars Mm -hmm. now have money to like go and have these things and and do this um so like the the nostalgia factor for these older um or should the older but uh, kind of like an overlooked generation the what's called now the rad era of cars Mm -hmm. um from the 80s and 90s are becoming more and more popular squared off edges um, and Exactly. It's yeah. anything from like the 80s and 90s now is popular. And there's a whole um, car show that goes around now called 
Radwood that travels around and it's four cars from the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. and people go and they dress up as like people from the 80s like period correct and they bring in these old cars that are just in great condition sometimes not even in great condition yeah, they... um, and show them off and it's really cool to like just kind of be in this environment and appreciate this era um, and see it not for kind of what people thought it was at that time but you're, you're looking at it through like I guess those, those like nostalgia glasses basically mm-hmm. No, I think about that too, because like I know like my, my grandparents, like the picture I just posted is like a that's like the stuff old Chevy, yeah, uh, from like the Chevy 50s. big big boat Chevy <laughs> convertible. But that's yeah. like the stuff that they thought was like super cool when yeah, they're like that's this is a that's this what, is a car that was a know. car that they all grew up with back in yeah when they were kids and stuff. And uh, yeah. my grandpa was actually really big on cars. He actually like went and changed his car out like every six months to a year. Is what my grandma was telling nice. me. <laughs> so he would have like a different car all the time and always like be keeping up with having a cool ass car. And yeah. um, I remember. But I, I, go ahead. Yeah. You just like, um, like what he ended up passing down to Mike, my, my little brother after he passed away was like this fucking super dope ass truck. Like, uh, it's got like, you know, like the, the bed of the truck is just complete, like squared off sidewalls. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like a, one of those really old trucks. It was super cool. Yeah. I remember seeing, like one of my neighbors or friends, he was like obsessed with Honda CRXs. Mm-hmm. And I, I hated that car. I'm like, oh, these things are everywhere and they're just stupid. And they always have a fart can muffler on them. And they're just, <laughs> they're just, you know, whatever, just crap. If I see one of those now, like I freak out. I'm like, oh my God, it's a CRX in <laughs> 2019. Like this, it's crazy. Like it's, I can't believe it hasn't been stolen or I can't believe it's still, you know, wait, not is, completely is like on the fucking Beck album. <laughs> um, I gotta, I gotta look. That I don't up. think it's, a, I don't think it's a CRX, but okay. it's, it's some kind of hatchback. Oh, it, looks, it looks really close to it. <laughs> Let me see. I think it's a, an, might be an A86. Okay. Like a Toyota, a Toyota hatchback, but whatever, it's fine. Um, but like something like that, that's on that cover. It's like you wouldn't ever think about that Mm-mm. twenty years ago. You'd no. be like, oh man, like that person's like having a rough time because they that, just they don't, got that old they don't have card. any money. <laughs> and now like, that's how I've, I would love to own something like that. I, that would be so cool. Like, you know, those like super shitty ass, like teal cars from the nineties that everyone drove that are just like, yeah, like oh, a, a, like a 94 Grand Prix <laughs> with the, with the gold rims that had like the square designs on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember like some someone in my high school had one of those like oh I got the gold rims on it mm-hmm. and it was like teal and shit I'm like and like no one cared about it now if I were to see one of those I'd like oh my god like that is that is so cool I would love to have one of yeah those. the Pontiac Grand Prix <laughs> yep that's the one <laughs> Pontiac anything it's been gone for yeah true 10 years now so but yeah I just I, I just find that whole relationship between uh you know, like the the same kind of feeling you get with vaporwave mm-hmm. in terms of the nostalgia factor, um, it really parallels the whole car, um, the car world in in the terms of how people feel about these cars that were forgotten before and now are now becoming much more desirable and right. uh, allow you to get to that that same uh, feeling. Defo man, uh, a great YouTube channel to go check out for like older cars and stuff like this is Regular Car Reviews. If you're not familiar with them. Um, he act, he's actually done a couple vaporwave videos on his channel nice. before too, <laughs> um, from like a flight from Chicago to Harrisburg or something like that. He made like a little vaporwave mix of like the in-flight announcements and sounds and stuff like that. Oh, wow. So um, nice. definitely go um, go check out the channel because the videos are hilarious in general. Um, just the way he talks about them because he doesn't he's not really. 
totally reviewing the car. He's also reviewing like the people that drive them and like placing, you know, segments of the population into certain types of cars. So it's a it really it's an entertaining channel to go and watch. Mm-hmm. I like that you brought up the idea of it bringing back the old ideas because like they're the old way of making cars because no one's making stick anymore, like standard cars. So they're still out there. They, they are. It's not in in the U.S. Your stick shift is basically going to be um, performance vehicles, like super high end performance yeah. vehicles. Um, but you go overseas, and almost all the cars are still stick. Hmm. Um, you know, when I drove in, was it 2015? I was in Iceland. You couldn't really rent an automatic car without spending an extra several hundred dollars a day to get an automatic vehicle. Oh, wow. Um, the same thing in Bulgaria. When we went there, I rented a car. Like, unless I wanted to spend an extra $200 a day, I had to get a stick. Like, that's just what they drive there. So it's really just the U.S. that is kind of getting away from that. And Canada. And Canada Don't also. Forget me. I, mean, guys, I know, <laughs> I know. But, um, but yeah, it's... And the other thing is automatic transmissions are at the point now where a lot of them are better than stick. I mean, in terms of performance, is a reason why high, super high-end performance cars don't use stick anymore because the computer can shift way faster than you can. And more efficiently um, at know, the right time. And much more efficiently. And if you're you're going for speed and you're, you're spending $300,000 in a car that can go as fast as possible, you know, you just, you just want it to go fast. So that'll help you go. So it it's not gone, but it's, you know, you know, doesn't apply. But if you really want to go Ford stick, what, what was what was that? Doesn't apply to a Ford Fiesta. Well, that's a different. That's like <laughs> let's just do this in the most like rinky dink way possible. Like, I don't know. It's, that it's crazy. But if you want to shift your own gears, just go buy a motorcycle, and then like those are pretty much unless you go with electric one, they're all pretty much um, all stick. Yeah, or manual at least. So. Yeah, I don't want to die. They, yeah, the, the electric. <laughs> I think the automatic motorcycles are called scooters. <laughs> Well, so like the gold wings, the the big like street oh cruisers, God, those, those are, are um, they're huge. Um, they actually make a slightly smaller one now, but they have like dual clutch automatics yeah, my dad that had have for a like, while. yeah, um, and they're actually pretty nice, but everything else, um, they're manuals. Scooters use like a CVT kind of thing mm-hmm. and those are just weird. The scooters are still fun as hell also. Yeah, I'm actually going to be getting a Grom pretty soon. Sick. And it's, that's gonna be like perfect for the city. Like tops out Dude, like Groms 60, are awesome. sixty miles per hour. Things would be fucking dope. There's actually a guy on Instagram right now. Um, the account is Gromway Round. Okay, and he's he started in I think Oklahoma, and rode his Grom up to like Fairbanks, Alaska. Oh jeez. And oh, then my now God. he's going down to like the very southern tip of mexico oh my lord dude <laughs> on, a <grom. laughs> on a grom fuck man <laughs> yeah yeah that's gotta be rough. On Reddit also <laughs> yeah it's it's an interesting uh interesting trip he's doing oh because if you're not familiar with a grom a grom where like a nor- normal motorcycle has like 17 inch wheels or 18 inch wheels a grom has like, like 12 inch wheels kind of like a mini bike <laughs> It's a street legal mini bike that has a top <laughs> speed of maybe like fifty miles yeah, an hour. Yeah, it doesn't go super maybe fast. Maybe sixty. Uh, they're they're small. They're small bikes. Um, they're great for the city so, though. Uh, you can fucking park them. Yeah, everywhere. they're super great for the city. Mm. So crazy. But yeah, that's my um, that's my my car vaporwave talk for for the week. I think. Yeah, that's great. It was a great idea. 
I could, I'd yeah. love to have a car again, but it's just so stupid to pay for parking here. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm fortunate that I live like on the edge of SF, so it's like I I can still get away with having a car, and um, mm-hmm. still be able to find parking by my house every day. Nice. Oh, did we do the? Are you in East Bay or um or? I I live in the city, like like right on the edge between like um SF and Daly City, like in okay. the Bayview neighborhood. Okay. If you know where that's at. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did Did you do the release radar? Uh, we did. Played a song from there. Did you read off my my stuff? Oh no, we we when we I didn't because you decided to leave to go do yeah. your um get your food that you ordered a minute before we started podcasting. <laughs> But go ahead, we can we can pop back over to that. So there's a new tape. Well, okay, Tokyo Wanderer. He has his new record. We've talked about it. I've written about it. Um, we premiered the album on our YouTube. The tape came out on Correspect. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's so nice. It's one of the nicest LED print tapes I've ever seen. Um, let me grab you a link for that. So definitely, ch- and they're st- still in stock. So nice. yeah, uh, it's so good. I love the symmetry on it too, on the on the, the LED print. Oh yeah, I've, uh, yep. So gorgeous. Nice. And I sang on that album for a little bit, so oh, you snap. can have my voice on a physical thing <laughs> if you really care. <laughs> um, yeah, check it out. There's also Stranger Nights on Correspect. It's like a Stranger Things tribute vaporwave record it's pretty nice tapes are still in stock as well <clears throat> awesome mm-hmm. and and indy uh where in april would you be able to see tokyo wanderer live oh i don't know maybe a little thing called essential <laughs> well, what is essential yeah i don't think you've ever mentioned that before on this show um i never heard of it yeah. I think people are going to stop listening to this if we keep pushing <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's crazy. Um, I've been getting uh, Google notifications whenever ticket prices go down. And right now, like, uh, nonstop flights from SF to uh, Toronto are about 540 bucks. I'm just like, I'm so broke right now. Is that... I think you'll be able to do better than that. Wait a little bit. Think so? I hope so, because yeah, they were like think, $800 so. before. I'm like, fuck that. That round trip? Yeah, round trip. Yeah, I think you you can probably get down to four hundred. Okay, I'm hoping so. Would be surprised. <laughs> I hope it's so yeah. when I get paid after the new year. Yeah, at least you got a place um, to stay. I know, man. I really want to go. I really do. Yeah. Uh, what else do you have, Indy? Uh, there's new from Tokyo to Honolulu tape, uh, a sorry tape. Infinity Pool dropped some massive tapes. We just had an interview with them. Check it out. It's a very, very good interview. They revealed a whole bunch of interesting things. Um, Talked about their label. They're running a vaporwave sort of tape production factory now. They have these crazy printers. They do other stuff there as well. But, uh, yeah, very, very cool stuff going on at the Infinity Pool. And, yeah, they dropped, like, so many cool tapes. It's crazy. And some are still in stock. Ferrari Jackson. Uh, I'm gonna burp. I don't. I think I'm gonna burp. So one sec. <laughs> I'd be surprised if you didn't. If you just say hello, guys. Yeah, it kind of just comes with the territory. Ferrari Jackson, Memory Gateways, and Amherst. The Ferrari Jackson tape is a, a very interesting story with that one, because uh, the tape was dubbed incorrectly. I think 
or so- something like that, or the audio was too slow or too fast. Mm-hmm. So they got fi- they got their hands on the corrected version somehow. There's a story in the podcast episode, and then they put that onto tape, and it looks very very cool. Cool. Uh, yeah, check that out at the infinitypool.com or dot bank. Yeah, no, the infinitypool.com. They got that shit. Very nice. Um, what else do we have today? I think you had a discussion topic. In I you. have an interesting topic. Okay, so I forget what I was doing, but I I think about this sometimes. Like, what exactly is vaporwave? I kind of talked about this actually on our upcoming episode with Fiber. Um, more in the future funk realm, but sort of in in the same vein. Like what exactly defines it when you get to something that's very close to it, like maybe one of the songs we just played or maybe the song that I'm going to play now. It's not really a vaporwave song, but the aesthetic is super vaporwave to me. Like it it trips me out. It kind of gives me that, like I could see being played on over top of a zero song is this that max cooper song you're talking max about? cooper repetition yeah video by kevin mclaughlin Whoa. it's so weird like just it's yeah. they sort of specialize in really really wide shots that just keep zooming out yeah. and getting bigger but they're also yeah. they look realistic <laughs> but they're actually a lot of the times artificial like uh, the thumbnail for the video is it looks like a highways in LA sort of, but it's a swirl that kind of goes on forever. And it really makes you think. And I feel like it makes me think about, I, I ask the same questions that I ask myself when I'm listening to certain kinds of vaporwave. So we'll link the video in the description. Definitely check it out, everybody, because uh, it's pretty dope. I want to know what, what other people think. So we'll play a bit of the song and then we'll all see what you guys think and we can just talk about it for a second. The skyscrapers that they have in these buildings, like the the super wide shots where it's like they obviously repeated it and everything, it reminds me of the building that's on the um, the DDS derelict cover. Oh yeah, like the lines that the, it's yeah it, it's this stuff is like super trippy, mm-hmm. but it's really cool. Yeah, I, very <clears throat> trippy. Yeah, go ahead. The way they just like kind of like put everything together. <laughs> And like frame by frame, it's like just goes on forever. Yeah, it's really well done, especially towards the end. It gets like extra crazy. Uh, definitely check out the video, everybody, so you can understand what we were talking about. Yeah, because that's it's a huge part of it. And vaporwave, so people say vaporwave, half of it is aesthetic. I would say half of this video is aesthetic. 
Um, mm-hmm. I've heard many songs in Vaporwave that's probably sound just like that, more or mm-hmm. less. Mm-hmm. And, Definitely. And I want to know, like, why if if someone posted this on the Vaporwave subreddit or made a record with this song and this was a video, whatever, it was on Vapor Memory, would people say, "Hey, no, that's not Vaporwave"? Like, I so, feel. And then, so <laughs> just before I, I forget, and then that always makes me ask the question: Okay, like, what? Do people want to be labeled as vaporwave? Because sometimes people just find it and they're like, "Yeah," and then all of a sudden, like that's what happened with Lucid Sound Driver, who we just just did an interview with, for example. Um, hmm. So, like, like if a listener who who if someone who had a general idea of what vaporwave was saw this video and this song, and you're like, "Yeah, vaporwave, yo," and they're like, "Uh huh, okay, yeah." Like they mm-hmm. wouldn't, would they question it at all? I mean, if you were telling somebody who didn't know anything about it, no. If they, they if they to... knew, like in general, what it was, like maybe you showed them a like what their knowledge of vaporwave is like luxury elite and Mac Plus and mm. you know that kind of stuff. Would they question if this is vaporwave? And well, you would have to have showed them some like synthy stuff too, like this. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, in my mind, like for this to be considered. Like, I feel like Vaporwave is just, like, it's an idea, but, like, the music, even though the music could be considered Vaporwave, because there's lots, Vaporwave music can be basically almost just about anything now, it seems. Yeah. But, like, I feel like it has a very particular, like, visual aesthetic to it. And, like, I didn't really, as, like, as cool as this was and trippy as it was, I feel like it didn't really, like, pull from any of the established, like, visual aesthetic of what defines Vaporwave. As we know it now. So what if I changed the colors and like saturated it to blues and I pinks? I feel if you if you change the colors and saturated it, that would be all you would need to yeah. do <laughs> to turn it into vaporwave. As sad as it is, but yeah. I mean, but it, it, it's it, it's almost like it's too it's like too high fidelity. It is. It's, it doesn't seem like um, it's, it's like a, I can it's completely well appreciate video. that. Um, like the, the detail and the, the cinematography and the way they, they've everything is very clear mm-hmm. and it's detailed and I, I really appreciate that I, I really like that that style of photography it, it for me it just doesn't tick all the boxes of yeah you know, yep this is like no questions asked like yep this is a vaporwave video mm-hmm. what are some yeah, of those it, boxes it's, it's a, I feel like some yeah, of yeah the fact that it's that like a super clean tanked. cut like very like super well done video I think vaporwave is have a bit of a like a lo-fi sort of like production to it okay so i'm gonna take this video add some saturation and then lo-fi <laughs> it up run it through a vcr but, like i feel like and then is it you know like let's let's get there but, let's try and like you see. know like okay. you know like vaporwave doesn't need to be lo-fi yeah i but, mean look yeah. at dds like DDS, sure. i i find is super high fidelity but, in a lot of cases and right. and so it, it doesn't have to be like, you know, shitty quality or scratchy or anything mm-hmm. like that to, to be Vaporwave. Um, I think it's, I don't know, to answer your question before, Indy, you said like, you know, what are those boxes? Like the boxes are a metaphor. Mm-hmm. You know, the boxes can be anything. Like it's just kind of how you feel. I, like, I don't know, like I can, I, I look at a video and I'm like, oh man, like that's Vaporwave as fuck or this is so Vaporwave mm-hmm. or that's got a Vaporwave feel to it. Like I watch this and it's like, mm, I don't yeah. know, like I'm on the fence about it. I could come back and watch it tomorrow and I might be like, yeah, that's like, super vaporwave yeah like that totally makes sense i feel like the uh for for it to be vaporwave for me at least it has to be like some kind of nostalgia has to be like pulled from it 
Mm-hmm. And like, like a Chex Mix commercial from the '90s could be visual. Sure, and that that could be very vapor wave. <laughs> but I, mean, I feel like if it's something to be wave, I feel like there has to be a pull from something that I've seen many many years ago as a child. Like that to me, that's kind of what brings the whole uh, like kind of aura around vapor wave is that it's all nostalgia driven. That's what pulls pulls me in at least. Yeah, this seems more like a, a, a visual art piece. Yeah, this is like su- um, this is definitely this a visual is, art piece, and it's fucking super dope. But so, so I think let's look at it this way. So, like a vaporwave, like a vaporwave video or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like the music is going to play into it just as much as the visuals. Mm-hmm. I feel like for this, I feel like the audio plays a part to support the visuals, but the visuals are the star here. Like it is, it is what you're. Yeah you know, watching or, or consuming this for. You're consuming it for the amazing work that this person did with the cinematography and the editing and the manipulation there. The audio is just there to help enhance it. Whereas I think Vaporwave, if anything, it's going to be the opposite effect. You'll be more the video is there to support this amazing audio work that you you have there. Okay. So let's compare it to something. There's this new record coming out. Well it's out actually sorry by Sangam. So re Sangam. Okay. He's he's very he's super awesome. Check him out. He does a lot of stuff. I have his tapes. I have this one. Of course you do. Um <laughs> like why is this vaporwave? Okay. This Vis- video that's on the band campaign? Or well just look at the album cover. Okay. The color schemes one. <laughs> why? It's like gray and black. But, but it's, it's got the it's gradient got that, to that, it. That, that shitty gradient like it's not even like a good gradient. It's like that really old like Photoshop from like the nineties, two thousands gradient. Okay. It's got the the Japanese lettering. Yeah. It's got the the logos on it. It's got it the does gray. have um, Japanese. Yeah. So Japanese that, uh, cyborgs are vaporwave. It's got that Tron grid <laughs> in the background, and it looks like an yep. OB strip. <laughs> the OB strip. Yep. It helps. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 that's and that's what about like the skull you, and bones. Is that vapor? Mm, not necessarily it can be that's that's it's, the guy it, but it's in like uh what is that text format the um fuck, look at the the things that come with the vinyl as well acsi yeah, whatever but then in the bottom you have that dolby stereo <laughs> this is still in stock, by that the way. that logo the worldwide <laughs> super wide looking world logo yep i don't remember what that's from but i've seen that something to do with movies so that's like columbia pictures i think is it? I I thought it was like if you watched like the movie like all the way to the credits, and that was like one of the logos that they would put like at the yeah end yeah of yeah. It's not exactly that, but I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, something similar to that. But well, so I mean, you asked us what makes this vaporwave. We just instantly pulled off you know half a dozen yeah. things <laughs> just looking at this. It that that would kind of lead us in the direction of that. Um, whereas with this other video, like we kind of couldn't. Really yeah, there wasn't like one thing that like kind of associated it to what we currently see as like vaporwave art. So if you had to explain to me, and I'd, I'm trying to understand what vaporwave is, and I'm like, why isn't that vaporwave? Sum it up in like a sentence or two. Um, you gotta <laughs> see. I I deal with this all the time because I have to like explain vaporwave to fucking it's so much easier to show with. people vaporwave. It's like isn't it's it? really the only way to do it. It's like you got to just show them. And it's like this is what vaporwave is. This is like the like give them a theme of like I don't know like three, four, five albums like and covers to look at. Maybe a video. 
and then listen. Like it's it's really I can't ever describe vaporwave by using just the music because vaporwave is mm-hmm. such a like broad sound to it, and it could be all kinds of different things. But like the visual aesthetic is pretty like clear in my mind. If you had five albums that you had to put together to describe vaporwave, what would you choose? Um. Oh jeez. Oh, <clears throat> like you have to give like a like this is your vaporwave 101 course like this is if you listen to these five albums you should have an understanding of what vaporwave is like just listening or i would like i would definitely just listen I would definitely okay, oh well i would still um, put this hmm. one in there i we review i reviewed it or i got someone to review it oh yeah 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 i think uh what that's the one that alex did right from yep. sauce mm-hmm uh, that's that's a big one for me. Um, <laughs> to you, baby, with love by Tupperwave is a big one. Uh, I feel like um, it's like heavy some, black heart would probably be a good one. Yeah, I was gonna say that as well. Yeah. Heavy black heart would be on that's, there. That's more of like the kind of the darker side of vaporwave. Mm. Yeah. Uh, pro, ho, pro, uh, home Prism Corp. Home resident. <clears throat> Excuse me. No, that's synth. Home resident. Prism Corp. Prism Corp. Virtual Enterprises. Yeah. Oh. Home. And also um, yeah. Neo Cali by Vectroid. You wouldn't put on. You would put on Floral Shop. I guess, but it's like, come on. Everyone knows Floral Shop. <laughs> but I mean, this is someone who's not into <laughs> vaporwave. Yeah, they they, they can. I, I feel like so much the thing about Floral Shop is like you can Floral like Shop watch documentary like, on I feel it. like vaporwave has evolved since then. Like Floral Shop was like sure like the. One of the big starts of vaporwave, yeah. But it, I but, feel like it's changed a little so bit since then. There's not this, much vaporwave coming includes, out now that sounds like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's like imagine. So this also includes like the album covers. Like you're gonna have like the visual of the well, album cover yeah. and then also the audio. Yeah, that's why I asked if it's just, odd, me, just listening because like if I had to go visual aesthetic, vape Photoshop would be like the number one thing I would have picked. Yeah, like I'm not obviously not video or anything mm-hmm. that accompanies that, but like you're gonna be able to see the album or I guess hold the album too, like see a physical copy of it. Um, but the visuals for that hit on so many of like the the cornerstones mm-hmm. of the 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 genre, like in terms of just the color, and you have the Greek statue, you have the old picture of New York, the fuzzy picture on there, mm-hmm. Japanese the, lettering, the twin towers are still up and everything. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's so really kind of like yeah. It, it covers a lot of bases. And again, it, it's considered basic now in terms of vaporwave standards, but basic is, you know, a cornerstone like that's that exists for a reason. So, um, I mean, I would probably say floral shop. I would also say, um, probably late night delight by luxury elite and St. Pepsi. It's professor. Uh, heavy black mm-hmm. heart. Mm-hmm. Um, heavy black heart by DDS. Um, Something by maybe with love by Waterfront Dining. That would be another something from Waterfront Dining would be yeah. another great choice, and then Virtua as well, and then Macross. That some gotta get Future yeah. Funk in there yeah. somehow. Yeah, something for Future Funk. Or I would Corp. probably say like a million miles away. Uh, Paul Mall maybe. Paul Mall for sure. So now, okay, so now we're at like six or seven. And it's like, you, you, <laughs> you know, how do you distill it down? <laughs> you know, narrow it down. It's, a, it's, it's, it's so much. It's a tough question. <laughs> yeah. But I feel, uh, I feel c- like. C- it, leave us a voicemail with your answer to the question. There you go. 
Yeah, like seriously, that would be a, a great. We'd love to hear. Like, give us your five. You know, I'm teaching someone about vaporwave. This is what I'm going to have them listen to slash look at the album covers for. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Dope. Well, that's that's cool. it for me. Oh wait, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> oh. So Desert Sand side project. We've talked about this before. It's also called Desert Sand Feels Warmer Night, but it's written in Japanese, I think, or Chinese. He has an album called Tomorrow 2096 with a bunch of artists that remixed his songs on that record and made a new record. The vinyl's coming out on a Sura Revolver. We played a song from this record by Our Infinity, actually. And the vinyl is going to be freaking beautiful. It's crazy. Let me link it here. Look at that. There's going to be three different variants. Uh, I'll link that in the description as well. Comes out December 3rd at 2 p.m. EST. And yeah, that red uh, splatter this, one. This is huge. This is like so, so awesome. I can't wait for this. This record is so good. So check it out. Man, I wish I wish I didn't have to go buy extra plane tickets this week. <laughs> So I could go and buy some of these albums. Well, that's unfortunate Man. because Waterfront Dining has an album coming out on Tiger Blood, a, a, a vinyl yep. for Daydream. Yep. Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to afford them Very all nice. either. Like cassettes are one thing. It's like, oh, they're 50 or 10 bucks or 15 bucks and it's, you know, not a big deal. Then like, oh, but these vinyl come out, these records come out and it's 20 bucks, 25 bucks, 30 bucks. Yeah. It usually ends up being 50 for me after shipping. Canadian, so that's like yeah. 38, 37. Yeah. But I mean, you get it delivered by like moose, right? Yeah, it's it's nice. You can pet them and stuff. Yeah. The Mounties come and they actually deliver everything. Mm-hmm. They also deliver everything milk in Canada is just done bags. by Mountie. Milk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the milk bags. <laughs> All right. All right. Do you have anything else for today? I do not. Agnos? Uh, that's it for me. All right. Um, where can people find you guys on uh, social media if they want to catch you? Well, you can certainly send me an email if you'd like to at indie at privatesweetmag.com. I, uh, I haven't gotten any yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me uh, at Ognos Music on Instagram and Twitter. Sweet. Cool. Uh, also, Indie Advantage is everywhere. You can, that's, that's where you find me. But. If you go to our website and find the podcast there, you'll find all of our links. Mm-hmm. Yes, all in the description. Everything is listed out there on where to get us everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, also, tell your friends um, you because find- I think some people are still trying to check the Fireside. So remind them that we're hosting it now. Yeah, it's Thanks. it's we're not hosted by Fireside anymore. PrivateSweetMag.com slash podcast. Yep. Thank you. Yep. So you can find me at PHLSFO, Instagram, and Twitter for the podcast. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Private Suite Pod, Facebook.com slash Private Suite Mag, Instagram uh, at Private Suite Mag, Twitter Private Suite Mag, and of course, Private Suite Mag.com. Check us out on Patreon, private, uh, Patreon.com slash Private Suite Mag. Give us a voicemail, uh, 412-44-VAPOR. Uh, again, give us your five favorite, uh, your five intro to vaporwave albums what you would give someone to listen to has never heard it before to get a good rounded view on vaporwave uh in a voicemail uh, and i think that's pretty much it back up so, your hard drives oh yeah uh guys don't forget uh <laughs> don't forget <laughs> to back up your flash drives and hard drives i almost forgot that i hope you guys did that last week 
at the uh, end of the episode. Uh, did you you have to listen to the end of the episode to find out. Oh, God damn it. Okay, I guess I will. Okay, I won't blame you yet. I'll come back next week. So don't forget, back up your flash drive and hard drives. Uh, and until next time, uh, we'll, we'll see you later. See ya. For sure. Peace. Later, guys. Private Suite Podcast.